See, this is the problem. You have to rely on me for funny stories. Because I don't have one of a life. Come on, you, you, you know you did something. You know your greasy, greasy papa boss did something nasty this week. And you just, you're just like, oh no. Oh, Jesus, not again. No, I bought a bunch of fucking computer parts. That's it. <laughs> It's like, I, I have been sitting here for three days now looking at the fucking, um, at my shipping notifications, just waiting for it. Just like, ooh, when's that motherboard gonna get here? Wait, man. Need <laughs> that processor. No, what, was it I sent, what was it I sent you? Oh, yeah, it was the fucking video of Papa John being like, it's coming. Vengeance is coming. Let me, you guys just wait. Just wait for it. There will be a reckoning. U.S. military <laughs> sends bombs to Iran. Oh no, was that it? Wait, was that it? That was it. Papa John's did it. Is Papa John the secret, like, uh, puppet master of President Donald J. Trump? I fed over 40 pizzas to the fucking Iranian guy and he couldn't handle it. He exploded on impact. I've only got Trump up to 34, so once he hits that big 4-0, it's just all my game now, man. You you ever see um the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory up there in the president's suite? We've got a real we've got a real Violet Beauregard situation going on. Have you ever seen a tangerine eat 40 pizzas? <laughs> And I'm talking about it's time for a load. That's right, we're about to drop a load. A load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS. The greatest show on the planet featuring the two best damn men of all time. And I'm talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake Tanner. I'm sorry, Scotty, but you gotta be the B this week. You're normally the S, but today you're the B because you're the birthday boy. It's it's my birthday. We're recording on my birthday right now, which is the saddest thing on the fucking planet. <laughs> like, what are you doing for your birthday? Oh, I'm probably going to ho- go home, drink a glass of whiskey, and then record a dumb internet podcast for a few. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that <laughs> spending time with me was so bad. <laughs> I didn't think that you'd just be like, oh, yeah, you know what? Me and my best friend are going to chill and do something we love. No, I've got to record this stupid fucking podcast (laughs) with this piece of shit with his big glasses. I'm going to have to do this dumb show again, I guess. Fuck. Damn it. Oh, man. So, well, I will say you kind of are in charge of my birthday enjoyment. Because yesterday I was off work. We did nothing but go to Olive Garden where I had a really, really bad plate of scatty and a t- the worst old-fashioned I've ever had in my entire life. So, Scotty Moore's birthday enjoyment falls directly on your shoulders when I come to Birmingham this Saturday and we go drink whiskey. So, y- you've got something. You've got a big, uh, big quest ahead of you. <laughs> Well, that's all right, because I've got it all planned out. It'll be a six-part adventure. Okay. Um, We're going to drink. We're going to drink. Drink. Have some dinner. 
drink, yes. and then drink, and that's all six parts. At what point in the night do you think... Okay, two questions. One, at what point in the night do you think one of us is going to see if Outback is still open? And two, which one of us will it be? Um, I am almost picture-perfect positive that it will be you, because <laughs> I don't... As much as, like... As much drinking as I plan to go on, I don't plan on drinking much of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna wait. Hold on, we're gonna drink a lot, but we're not gonna drink a lot. <laughs> Someone is gonna drink a lot. Yeah, exactly. And then we're gonna go to Outback and eat five blooming onions. We're gonna set a whole record, Blake. Yes, and we're going to just get sick. But before we get into birthday celebrations, Blake, I do want to say something because like i think we've talked on the show before about the fact that my stepson might have been my real son at some point (laughs) yes and there was a real custody issue at some bits because of that well this weekend i found with utmost certainty the fact that boy ain't mine the boy ain't mine blake because i I know (laughs) We're sitting there, and Emily, who has never seen Star Wars, looks at me and goes, I really do need to watch the the original trilogy soon. At which point I said, I don't have to go to work for a few. Let's fucking flip it on. I didn't ask. I did not ask, hey, do you want to watch this? I was like, no, you have no choice. We're watching the Star Wars. (laughs) And so I put it up, and I was very proud. You'll never do it. You'll never do it on your own. Yeah. I have to do this for you. But, and so, I was very proud, because usually when we watch something that I want to watch, i.e. AEW Wrestling or Community, she is on her phone the entire time. Phone was down the whole time. I had her. I had her hooked in the Star Wars well, when suddenly this little motherfucker comes pimping up. And, I don't know why, but he said this in the exact accent of my uncle. (laughs) But he he walked up. As if he had a dip in his mouth and goes, Hey, look, Mama, old Scotty's watching Space Wars. (laughs) And... (laughs) Space fucking... And not with a hint of doubt. Not with a, Oh, haha, this is Space Wars. I'm making a joke. No, it was 100% certainty. This film we're watching is called Space Wars. And I just stare at him like, you little son of a bitch. Back in my day, you'd be the cool one. You'd be the cool kid because you don't know anything about Star Wars. Now that shit's flipped. Now you'll get your ass kicked if you don't know what this is. So, son, this is Star Wars. And then did you just strap him down Clockwork Orange style and force his eyelids open? No, I just looked. He looked at me and said, that's what I said. You're a fucking liar is what you are is what. No, you said Space Wars like a dipshit. Which also, by the way, I hope there's never a custody battle involving him. Because all they have to do really at multiple points is just pull up videos of this podcast. And I will have to pull a full on Alex Jones of being like, you don't understand. That's just a character I play for the podcast. That's what I do. It's comedic effect. <laughs> this is and they're just... like, oh, and when you referred to the boy 
as a son of a bitch? Uh, was that blatant? When you referred to, let me rewind it, this little fucker here, was that part of the character? Yes! Yes, it was! Yes. <laughs> now listen here, I'm gonna eat 40 peaches right now and you're gonna <laughs> give me custard. Oh wait, are you my lawyer in this situation <laughs> and you're at the corner? Just like, uh, what do, what do you have? What do you have to say for your client? Oh, well, my client here, of course, is obviously just a great father of a man. He buys so many pizzas. <laughs> I mean, how how do you think he's got to be a family man? He never cooks for his family. He never makes sure his wife never has to cook. He's just force feeding that child pizza twenty four seven. He is right now. Meanwhile, I'm on the fucking like witness stand just like stop stop shut the fuck up shut the fuck up about the pizzas don't bring up the pizzas anymore i mean this is the first seven year old that's had a heart attack (laughs) no shut the fuck up i have the papa john zap open right now he has ordered over 40 pizzas and it says directly at the bottom these are for the boy and that's all it says on all of his orders from the papa john zap the opponent pizza pizza john Pizza John app. He orders for himself, but Papa John's is for the boy. Damn it! Ah, oh, shit! Pop Pizza Hut's closed. Son of a bitch! That would have been my. That's what I needed for my birthday was Pizza Hut and whiskey. I only got half of that. Damn uh, it! It would have been so good. I rest my case, Your Honor. Pizza Hut's closed. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> um, okay, so how's your week been? We already talked about it before the show, but it seems like you haven't had a good one either. I just haven't done shit all. Um, I've been focusing on work and rehearsals. And the, have you? Did it feel this year like you didn't really have a holiday break? Like this year, like, normally when the holidays come around, I'm just gone for, like, three or four weeks even. Um, whereas, like, this week, fucking Christmas was in the middle of the week, dude. What the fuck's that, up about that? That was weird, but for me, I did feel like I, I had a break, but it wasn't a break mentally. Because I am a do- I'm an idiot, so I like work, and I like doing work for the BS Network and all that shit, and I still had to work during Christmas, but I didn't have to do BS Network shit, and that fucked with me mentally, and it did feel like a break to me, but not a break I wanted. It was not warranted. I was like, I was like fucking scratching my neck in the corner like hey hey y'all got any of them podcasts come on come on what can i do for you come on i could i can take care of it i finally caved and is like i'm gonna just get because we i closed out my old credit card earlier this year and um i've been getting notifications like come back come back and i realized i need a credit card just like not one with that much debt once i finally paid it off yeah exactly so i did go back to the uh to my former credit card company and I looked around and I'm like, oh, this looks like a good card. It's metal. Um, And I spend most of my money on food anyway. Fuck it. It's got good food benefits. How how much of your decision making was based around the fact that the card was metal? Okay, now listen. (laughs) I knew it! (laughs) Listen here. Sir, don't you don't fucking know me. You don't know me. <laughs> Do you know what my first fucking search was? Metal card. Metal credit card. 
thankfully, my uh, former uh, company that I had one through um, has one, and it's really good. So I applied for it, and I'm like, okay, normally these applications take a few days to process, and then, uh, boom, you're approved! Damn, what? son! Oh, cool. Well, they probably started me off on just like a couple thousand dollars for the credit limit, so I'm just going to log in and see. $10,000! So you went from a card where you had a lot of debt to a card where you could get even more debt on it. Like, you can go even further down the well with this bad boy. Yes, I've opened up a can of worms that I was really, really not expecting to open today when I was just, just like clicking around seeing like... Oh, you know, I'm just going to shop for a card today. It's fine. I don't want to walk off the lot with one. And then they, I just somehow left with a brand new Porsche. Yeah. I think the next card I want to go for is a Disney card, because I'm that asshole. Just like, hey, if you buy, buy enough shit, we'll give you free tickets to Disneyland. Which, by the way, if anybody of our, if any of our listeners happen to be close personal friends with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I am starting a Twitter campaign to get me and The Rock at Disneyland together. Me and The Rock are going to Disneyland. This is dreamboarding. My number one thing on my dreamboard, it's a picture of me and Dwayne holding hands in front of the big castle getting a picture. That's 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 what I want to happen. I'm a little scared about this because your dreamboards do have a way of becoming reality <laughs> in like very scary like ways. Yes. So like what would your what would your first uh, ride with Dwayne the Rock Johnson be? Fucking Jungle Cruise, dude. <laughs> so he can promote his upcoming film Jungle Cruise. And while on Jungle Cruise, you know what? Fuck it. This is my pitch today. I know you you you're supposed to go first this week, but fuck you. My pitch this week is my good good day at Disneyland with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> So, Dwayne and so, I would... <laughs> does okay. Dwayne, does he start by just, like, chucking the first boat, like, captain, just off into the jungle and taking Actually, over? Here's my ideal way for this to happen, and I thought about this today, and it's not getting fucking anything back from Dwayne Johnson. No information on Twitter, nothing saying Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be at Disneyland with me on February 13th, or whenever I planned it. And I go, I've already bought a ticket, so I am personally going to Disneyland on my own. I go in, I get in the park, and suddenly two men with suits approach me (laughs) and just hand me a fast pass for the Jungle Cruise from, like, the hours of, like, 10 to 11. And I take the fast pass, I go ride the Jungle Cruise, I get on the boat, I'm all relaxed, the skipper's turned back working on the boat or whatever... Then he turns around, raises an eyebrow. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson on the boat. And he hands me a script. And I now get to be skipper on the Jungle Cruise with Dwayne Johnson. And then afterwards, he invites me to go to the premiere and bring a guest. And at that point, I would put you and Jim Murphy of Opposite Attractions in a steel cage and force you to fight for the right to go to the Jungle Cruise premiere with me. Oh, I was so after that, I feel like I feel like my my emotions are going to get the best of me and I'm just going to want to spend time with Dwayne. Would you what do you think at this point? Sit down restaurant or do me and Dwayne the Rock Johnson go get corn dogs? Uh, except Dwayne gets a giant turkey leg instead. 
there's just something special about the image of Dwayne the Rock Johnson with this massive honk of meat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like this huge honk. I actually, Dwayne the Rock Johnson gets the whole turkey. Yeah, <laughs> he just gets a whole turkey. He's no, no, like, no, no. There's only the legs, but Dwayne forms them into a turkey. And he walks around with a massive turkey that he brings back to life because he's magic. Also, I forgot to mention this. Dwayne does carry me off of the Jungle Cruise like a like a, uh, a husband carrying his bride over the threshold at the end of a wedding. That is going to be what happens at the end of the Jungle Cruise part of the adventure. <laughs> oh, he carries you right there across the threshold. You make sweet love with Dwayne the Rock Johnson right in oh. the Haunted Mansion. Oh, shit. I forgot about... This is something I want outside of the Dwayne adventure, so I'm not getting a corn dog. although apparently Disneyland corn dogs are very good. I instead, in the French Quarter, or whatever that area is called, they have, like, a fried ham sandwich that you dip in blueberry jam, and I want to fuck with that. That's what I want to fuck with. And I don't care if Dwayne's upset at me at this point. Like, I feel like at this point, Dwayne would be trying to get me on some sort of workout program. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he would probably take you, spirit you away from Disneyland at that point and just say, no, child, no. Yeah. <laughs> As I walk up to every booth. No, 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 no. back away, back away. <laughs> and he just has a plate of cod. Yeah. Yo, dude. He's hand-feeding me cod. Every time I try to put the sandwich to my mouth, slaps it, puts cod in my mouth instead. That's exactly the situation. I'm happy you're good with it. Um, oh, God. I'm trying to think where I want to go next with Dwayne. Do we want to save Star Wars Land for last, or do we want to go to Star Wars Land with Dwayne the Rock Johnson at that point? Dwayne the Rock Johnson would try to get you to drink that Bloody Mary that I really, really want that's at Star Wars Land. I don't think he would. I think he'd drink it on his own. Also, he would award me a bottle of te his personal tequila for working so hard to go to Disneyland with him. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say I would have personally messaged Dwayne the Rock Johnson telling him <laughs> to force that thing down your throat. Okay, now I want to get away from the goof at this point. We can go back to goof in a minute, but right now goof's stepping out. Because I do want to genuinely ask, is there any possible world where Dwayne the Rock Johnson could take a singular step into Disneyland and not get swarmed? Would Dwayne have to literally pay out and have the entire park rented to himself for, for like an hour at the beginning of the day. Because I'm also, once again, this is still dreamboarded, so I'm having to think of the logistics. I don't think Dwayne can make it. Like, I've seen other pro wrestlers in theme parks before, and that's fine, but they're not the fucking Rock. Dwayne I don't the Rock think... Johnson, they are not the Rock, no. Yes, so... At one point in time, the highest grossing movie star ever... I probably still still there more than likely. So me and Dwayne John Dwayne rents rents out the park for me at the first two hours of the day, and me and Dwayne get to enjoy it then, and then I can go enjoy just a normal day at the park. Because I feel like that's the only feasible way this can actually happen. Now back to goofs. Me and Dwayne build a lightsaber together. Oh. <laughs> and uh, the whole Yep, go on. <laughs> he still is. 
Of course he still is! Motherfucker was in Jumanji, he was in, uh, Jumanji 2, he was in, uh, Jumanji The the New Bath, he's in all of them. (laughs) Do you know who the five top grocers are? So, Dwayne is number one. Number two is Chris Hemsworth, that makes sense. Number three, RDJ, Robert's just kind of coming down. Oh, man. Number five is Jackie Chan. Currently? This was 2019. For the year or just overall? Just the year. What fucking movie was Jackie Chan in? I don't know. Well, while we talk about this, I do want to go back to me and Dwayne building a lightsaber because it is a very cute moment because the whole time, you know, me, the diabolical boy I am, I'm like, I want a Sith. I want the red crystal. I want the red crystal in it. And Dwayne's like, I'm a noble Jedi. I need the blue crystal. But we're making just one lightsaber. So we're arguing over what crystal to get. And, you know, you just pick a random one. You don't get to see what it is. Put it in. It's a purple one. It's a purple one, and it's awesome. And then Dwayne calls his best friend Samuel L. Jackson. And Sam Jackson gets to tell us about the merits of having a purple lightsaber. With bad motherfucker engraved on it. (laughs) Yes! You look at the crystal after you find out the color, and you see just inside it somehow magically engraved, and it just says, bad motherfucker. No, 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 no. It's a hologram of Sam Jackson's face. In the center of it. Um, so that... That's... He's saying you're welcome. <laughs> so then I do think me and Dwayne would go to Oga's Cantina and go and enjoy some fun, fun time there. I think that's the place he rents out. Everywhere else, we've kind of... We've gotten fast past to the thr- front of a lot of lines. I Like, we walk by Rise of the Resistance and it's got a 70-hour wait and Dwayne's like... And I I look at it first. I'm like, oh, man, I really wanted to ride this, but it's got such a long wait. And Dwayne looks at me like, you know who the fuck I am, right? (laughs) You know we could just go. We could just get at the front of the line. Like, it doesn't matter. Even if the ride attendants are like, hey, you can't skip the line, the fucking people in line will look at me and show respect for Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They will want to give up their place in line. They need to. So we go drink at the cantina. That's where he's rented it out. And we get a private, you know, like how at some Mexican restaurants, they'll have like the mariachi band that will play beside your table. Well, (laughs) in the cantina instead, we're just having a lovely dinner and you hear (laughs) fucking jizz band walks up and starts playing for us. Oh man, (laughs) you got like three bits on your side and then, um. Oh, fuck. What's his name? What's the blue elephant's name? I don't I don't know. He's a cool one. The key, Are you talking about the keyboard guy? No, yeah, Max Rebo. That's it. Fucking, okay. You got Ma- Max Rebo, that little blue elephant fucker who's coming out, and he's on his little keyboard, except he serves you drinks from it. Yes, that's exactly what I want. So I will say, in chat, Ghazi has said he has posted this stream on Twitter and is tagging The Rock in it. So I'm now terrified of the moment I look up and that little four viewer hits five viewers. And I'm like, oh no, it's him. He's come. I legitimately, like the first time I sent the tweet about it, I was sitting there going like, 
I'm only going to be available that Wednesday and that Sunday. Dwayne probably goes to church on Sunday. Plus, it's a weekend. He'll probably be busy. I feel like a Wednesday is like in the middle of the week. Dwayne will have a rest day there. And me and Dwayne can go enjoy the party. I I tactically thought about what day I chose to go to Disneyland with The Rock. What is the most likely day that Dwayne will be at Disneyland? What's the most likely day Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be available? That's what I really want to know. How buck wild would it be if he actually is just there promoting Jungle Cruise at the Jungle Cruise the same day you're there? I will take 150% credit for it. Whether it was on purpose or not, I will take all the credit for Dwayne The Rock Johnson getting on the Jungle Cruise ride that day. I mean, 100%, I'm like, this was me. Dwayne? Dwayne, it's Scotty from Twitter. Hey, bud. Um, okay, so we've done Star Wars Land. We've done everything else. Where do you think me and Dwayne need to go now? Haunted Mansion? Like, and I could sit in his lap like Shaggy holding Scooby-Doo? That would be very... I'm surprised that hasn't even happened yet. I mean, well, hold on, because I know nothing about Disneyland, so I don't know what's in what park. So we did definitely, like, run through Disneyland before we went over to California Adventure, where we definitely ride the Incredicoaster together. And afterwards, Dwayne doesn't like roller coasters. So I was like, oh, no, buddy, it's okay. Come here, come here. And me and him kind of embrace. Um, now, here's what I really want to do. You should that. ride Casey Jr., the circus train. <laughs> I will ride the train. I will put Dwayne Johnson on a train, if only for you. No, Scotty, put- this, is a co- this is the kids' ride, Casey Jr., circus train. It is a comically tiny train that fits one person at most, and you have to both fit in him. Oh, okay, so both of us cram into one seat on it is what you're telling me? Yes. Also, I'm not a fan of Splash Mountain. I need to take a picture with Dwayne on Splash Mountain with both of us flexing on the way down. But there is one place I'd like to go, because here's the thing, Dwayne's a a multi-company guy. He's got he's got Moana's River Adventure or whatever going to Epcot, so we know he's going to be in Epcot. But there's another there's another theme park where Dwayne is readily available and readily seen every single week, and that is Universal Studios, where he comes out on Fast and the Furious Supercharged and tells people that he has a big gun and winks. So at one point, I think I okay, I'm now down. If we're doing best best case scenario, Dwayne has now listened to the back catalog of all my podcasts, and he's very aware of the fact that I love Fast and the Furious Supercharged. So now he orders a limo to take us to Universal Studios, where we can go ride a private viewing of Fast and the Furious Supercharged, Ooh. and I quote all of his lines at him. <laughs> you just learned all of his lines. Think of how how great it would be for everyone else on that ride, too, when instead of the video playing of Dwayne coming out, it's just the real guy with his real big gun. No, 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 no. I like this idea more. It's like, man, when you ride Pirates of the Caribbean, you need to you need to watch out because if there's four Captain Jacks, that means one of them was Johnny Depp. So you got to watch. You got to watch for it. If you see two, two Dwayne the Rock Johnsons on Supercharge, that means that there's a that the real Dwayne is there. Real Dwayne is walking out. Oh God, we're at six viewers. Dwayne and a friend. <laughs> They've joined. <laughs> 
It's Dwayne and his agent. Dwayne's on watching for enjoyment. The agent is watching to make sure all of this happens accurately. <laughs> Neither taking notes. You yeah. Know. <laughs> no, I love... I get on, like... I'm a big guy on the Diz Twitter. Like, all the Disney fans on Twitter now. I would love if one day they're like... I fucking bought tickets for February 13th and suddenly Disney refunded it and said that the park is unavailable for anyone to enter that day. The whole day has been shut down for some reason. <laughs> what? Why is Disneyland shut down? That never happens. Is there a hurricane? There's not a hurricane. The hurricane isn't coming through. It's the rock, baby. Can, it, can they just say a rock has landed on Disneyland? Yeah. <laughs> Yes! Dwayne Johnson bought out, bought everyone's tickets from Disneyland for an entire day so him and some ginger fuck from Alabama could go and enjoy some good, good rides. <laughs> As someone who's worked in a theme park, though, that would be the most chill day of all time, but also the most anxiety-inducing, because you're, like... You're easily bored, so you're just sitting back like, ah, whatever. I'm just gonna relax. There's no one in the park. There's no... Oh, fuck. Dwayne's here. Dwayne's here. Dwayne's... Red alert! Red alert! Dwayne's here! Dwayne's coming! Everyone get up! Make these beignets super fucking fast! (laughs) Dwayne's gonna be here eating beignets all day. Dwayne's eating 40 beignets. So we've discussed the most ridiculous option. I feel like the best op, like the most likely option, if this dream board does come true, is Dwayne has to film something that day, but Dwayne does film a video saying hello to me and telling me that he bought me like a ticket to Disneyland or something. But I've already purchased one. Hey, Dwayne, I don't want to pick ticket to Disneyland. I already bought a ticket to Disneyland. Give me, um, give me four tickets to Disney World, and I'll go there next. Actually, hold on. No, give me and my best friend two tickets to go in April. So now I can bring you into it. Yeah, then you can come along, because you got, you got that fuck money, right? Dwayne, you've got that fuck money, my dude. I mean, Disneyland's not as busy. I feel like we could probably sneak The Rock in there, but I feel like we have to disguise him. If we're going to do this, The Rock has to have baseball cap on, a wig with dreads going down it, and are you feeling a Hulk Hogan mustache on him? Maybe a little... Yeah, this is uh, this is my friend Wayne. <laughs> Wayne Donson. Me and Wayne Donson are hanging out, chilling. It's perfectly fine. Meanwhile, Jack to the fucking gills, seven feet tall, walking behind me. He's just like, hey, everybody, it's me, Wayne Donson. That's who I am. I'm totally not the rock in disguise. And I'm like, no, no one fucking... <laughs> a ten-foot-tall ten being that is just Dwayne Johnson with Kevin Hart on top of him in a big trench coat. No, I thought you meant that Dwayne would put me on his shoulders and he's in the trench coat so no one can recognize him. And we're just walking down the street as the world's tallest man. <laughs> I would love that. I do really. I feel like it, my original plan was legitimately like every day ask a different celebrity. And then as it started to fade out, ask celebrities who I could ac- actually probably get like Ron Funches and shit. And be like, Hey Ron, would you like to go to Disneyland and get high? Like this, that was my plan. And then I was just like, yeah, but if I keep asking the rock, something will happen, right? The rock's really cool. 
<laughs> I mean, good things happen around the rock. So you're always banking on the fact that whatever happens when you're with the rock, better things will happen. Exactly, and I feel like I picked a good a, a good guy to go after because he does have the Jungle Cruise movie coming up, which means that this could be a promotional stunt, Dwayne, to advertise your new film. You taught, actually, hold on. Here's ideal best situation because the rest of what we've just done is bullshit that will never happen because The Rock is The Rock and can't go to Disneyland, which is a sad fact about him, unfortunately. I want Dwayne to teach me how to be a jungle cruise skipper. And we, me and Dwayne Johnson train for a day how to be a jungle cruise skipper. And then I get to spend a shift at Disneyland as a skipper. That's what I, that's my goal. That's what I want now. That is my goal. And also two tickets to the premiere that I will force Jim Murphy and Blake Tanner to cage fight over. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no cage fight, Scotty. I will bring a gun. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. But You're unfortunately- gonna be out of co-host, buddy. But if I here's the thing, if I can't if I can't do it, if I don't have Dwayne, it's I would this is like the fucking Christmas vacation scene where I'm just like, I got a letter from Dwayne the Rock Johnson, kids. I I got I let I gotta let everybody know I'm sorry I've been so sad in recent weeks, but it's just this this little miracle finally came along, and it's gonna be what gets us to Disneyland. <laughs> but I do want to let you guys know <laughs> that I that I had to buy the tickets in advance. But luckily, this will pay for it. And then I open it, and it's a Dwayne the Rock Johnson T-shirt from merch from WWEShop.com. Oh, I love how much you know about that fucking scene from Christmas Vacation. I know it, not because of Christmas Vacation, but because they did a parody of it on things I bought at Sheets, which I didn't realize it was until I watched Christmas Vacation this year and went, oh, fuck, they ripped that off entirely. But, you know, speaking of shop www.shop.com, Blake, there's another website I want people to go to, but to find out about it, they're going to have to go to the Shill Station. Ding, ding. <laughs> Okay. But the rock <laughs> is cooking. Welcome to the Shill Station, motherfuckers. The fucking part of the show where we try to sell you shit. I'm Scotty Moore. That's Blake the Fuck Beast Tanner. And today, I want to talk to you about Patreon.com slash alone. Um, you're going to have to sell a fucking lot of shirts <laughs> to make up for the rights that you're having to pay for now. Well, if we're going to afford it, we need some more patrons at patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's the website where you can support the BS boys and you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. Like we got a lot of them now. Eric Fulmer, our brand new patron, like Salty Frank of the Seven Seas, like Gazi, like my mom and dad, like the podcasts, Associates Anonymous and Radish. Go give them a listen if you haven't already. They're amazing because they donate at patreon.com slash a load of BS. But in addition to that, you get access to exclusive shows that can't be found anywhere else. Exclusive shows like Wrestling History X, the show on Fight Boys, where we basically talk about some of our favorite 
favorite moments in wrestling history. Like when The Rock defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's astounding. Or, of course, you get uh, FAQ, the show where me and Jim Murphy talk about our favorite theme park rides, like the ones me and Dwayne Johnson are going to be riding. Or, of course, you paid for this, the show where Blake Tanner and I watch terrible movies and commentate over them. We recently did Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. And speaking of grandmas, Blake, our next one is gonna be another grand, but it's a grandpa. An undercover grandpa. A movie that I found on Netflix when I realized that Paul Blart Mall Cop was no longer on Netflix. <laughs> oh, that's a sad day. Um, and we've got something special planned for the month after that. You're so excited, and I'm so mad because you consider this a bad movie, which it probably is, I'm not gonna lie. It literally has a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. Undercover Grandpa, however, it's got like a 12. It's a very good flick! But wait, what if they want more? What if they want more? They want something physical to wear on their body, like a Dwayne The Rock Johnson shirt. Where can they get it? So if you don't want a Dwayne The Rock Johnson shirt, but you want one with us on it, or our brand, our special BS stink... You want the BS stink on you? <laughs> if you go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and you check out all of the merch, we got merch for every single show on the BS network, um, just about. So we got everything. We got shirts, posters. Um... Oh, there's that other thing we got. There's that other really cool thing. What is it? I can't. Cups. That's right. We have got. B.S. Boozy Sippy Cups, available for you to sip all of your favorite beverages, whether that be some whiskey, some old-fashioned, some cocktails, whatever. I like cups. Uh, all right, bud. Okay. I like the feel of rusty cups. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, he started. He's salad-blaking. He's salad-blaking. I'm falling also, down. Sco- scooter Rupumbadang. Oh, I was also, I was trying to promote the fact that me again finally has a section on the merch website and then you just fucked it up. You just <laughs> fucked it up all so quick. But if you want some cool inspirational shirts, you can get it in the me again section online at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Scooter poo pumper dink. No stop. I need your, I need your shirts. I need to be inspired for my life. <laughs> The year was 1969. The U.S. was in a race to the moon against the USSR. What they didn't expect, however, was to find their real enemies not waiting in Russia, but instead on the very moon they were aiming for. Fifty years later and our world is still at siege from enemies beyond our stars. And that's where the space marines come into play. And let me tell you something, I'm one of the best. The name's Dane Armstrong, the world's greatest space marine, and the man who's come to save your asses. Not really. Join the BS Network as they head straight into the stars for Deviant, an audio drama featuring action, adventure, space piracy, and karaoke? aboard and fly with us into the stars every other Sunday on this TV. So Blake, before we get into your pitch, should we bring up the thing that Gazi just said in chat? Um, I did, uh, 
I did say I was very proud of him, but if you want to bring it up, that's fine. So what it happened was, one night while watching one of Gazi's streams, I got very drunk and I made him a fucking merch, a uh, 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 a fucking, like, shirt for the website, which I never uploaded until recently, but now you can get JXT Superstar shirts on the website as well. But I made him a Gazi shirt, and we gave it to him. And the other night I was sending him, like, oh, here's the one for Jeb, here's the one for Falcor, here's yours. And he ordered the one for Jeb, which I was like, yeah, it's fucking dope. And then he ordered his, and I was like, wait a minute, you already... You have this. (laughs) You don't need this again. And he goes, yeah, about that. Um, yeah, might have, I've given up worse to get laid, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, I know the shill station's over, but shirts from merch.loadedpurebs.com, guaranteed to get you laid, super dope shirts, get you laid, merch.loadedpurebs.com. Now, Blake, what's your pitch this week? So, since we talked a lot about grandmas in December, we watched Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I think it was somewhere in that episode of You Paid for This. It was. That we brought up the idea of what would happen if grannies had an anime? I mean, just say Granime, because that's what happened. I think there was like a. There might have been a character named May, and we said Granime, and went, oh, Granime! That's what it is! Um, thank you for stepping all over my great portmanteau reveal! <laughs> I'm sorry! I'm so sorry! <laughs> but yes, what if we did just merge the two greatest movie making or TV series making uh, ideas that you could ever see and make our own Granime. So I want to start off with something, and it's it's using your portmanteau. And it is the fact that our lead character does need to be named Granny May. It's Granny May as our lead. She's kind of like, I don't know how an old person would have that young anime protagonist energy, but she does, like, pimp into the room just like, Hey, everyone, it's me, Granny May, and I'm the newest student here at Old old Fuck Academy. Yep. <laughs> it's the Grand Academy, where all of the best grannies go. Is that... Okay. Now, hold on. Okay. Is that what this is gonna be, like a slice-of-life anime... Where these, where these grannies have to learn how to be grannies at the Granny Academy. Do we want to do that or more of a My Hero Academia approach where they're learning how to be superhero grannies? I mean, there's a lot of anime out there, Blake. There's, we could do Oron High School Granny Host Let's Club. <laughs> uh, now, that, that would, the first one would be called My Granny Academia. Yes, uh, Granny Ball Z, which would be another one that would be very, very good. Uh, One Punch Granny, of course. One Punch Granny is it! No, One Punch Gran. It'd be called One Punch Punch Gran. That's it. Now, or could we take all of these fun little play on words, and for each one we have a good anime for, we have that granny be a character. So One Punch Gran is like a character at the Granny Academy where you have to learn how to be the best super granny you can be. Okay, okay, I'm down with this. Um, I just, I feel like we need to explore the realms of different anime, though. I don't know, is there, can we look up, like, categories of anime online that we could work for? Yes, I can look, um, because we got, uh, you know, we got the Slice of Life anime, that's your Oren High School host club. We got, uh, 
you know, the big action animes where you got superheroes like My Hero Academia, uh, you could always go back to, um, Almost like a, you could do a horror, like a Hellsinger Bridge, or Hellsinger Bridge, just Hellsing. <laughs> you could yeah. do a Hellsing. Now, Blake, do we want to breach the realm into Grand Tie? Do we want to do Grand Tie on this one? I think that you putting that out in the world is just enough. <laughs> okay, that's all we needed. <laughs> because there is someone out there that's just like, they're already, they've already left the show, and they've opened up. Just a new incognito browser because something <laughs> something is awakened for them yeah. in Grand Day. This better not awaken anything in me. Um, I, I do like this school for grannies, like like a very much almost like a slice of life. But I want to throw some supernatural superhero elements into it. But it is very much a, you go to this school to learn how to be a granny. Which also means we are also making Grandma Harry Potter, which I am very down for. Now, does being a granny in this world actually mean that you are the protector of a family? So being a granny is like a guardian angel. Oh man, I like this. Hold on. Hold on. This is what happens when grandmas die. Oh, is shit. They, yes, the grandmas die, and then they go to this fucking school to learn how to be the new, like, ultra-grandma. Is this the power, is this the power of ultra-grandma? So, the first episode is our grandma dies, and she is given a choice to either go into heaven or become one of the chosen. Also, okay, do we want to go that route, or is it a, you fake your death, and then suddenly, now you have to ninja around and pretend not to be there? Like, you have to sneak your way into helping them. I think that can kind of be, so let's say that you could just ghost back in and out of the real world. Okay. You can't let your family know that you're still alive, or that, like, breaks the curse or something. Okay, so it is about grandma's actually dying, is what we're doing then. Look, this is, this is a big thing in anime. They never, sometimes they really don't, sometimes they really don't tell you what happens after a granny dies, but you got some really, there are some really good emotional moments that we can plan if granny is already dead. This is a big thing in anime when grandmas die. (laughs) Hey, most anime start out with either a kindly grandma because the parents are dead or your grandma's just died. Can we pull a fun, fun angle where the first ep, like the first five minutes of the first episode, it's a bait and switch where you think it's all about me, Darren, and I'm going to be the leader of the world. I'm going to go on a pirate ship and turn Super Saiyan. Let's go. And then his grandma dies. And then suddenly we follow the thread of the grandma and not of the grandson. And everyone's like, wait, what? The- wait, hold on. No, no, this isn't what we were expecting. <laughs> I want this so bad to be like you you get bits and pieces of what Derek this little fuck boy is doing and it's just the most anime shit so like he's on his fucking pirate ship in space going from like planet to planet defeating the 12 elder gods to get the six rings of yeah Faerun <laughs> yeah uh, because he's real into D&D um, and his grandma has to help him at certain points. Like, the big points in the anime where 
you've got the main character that's remembering their dead family because there's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just her bebopping in and saying, now you take my power, young grandson. I, I need to say something really quick so I can use it as the show title and then we don't have to. We can just leave it. But I do need to say the words Granimation and now we can go forward. <laughs> well, that's the company that produces it, Granimation. Well, no, 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 no. It's the weird thing is the fact that they're what they modernize it for the U.S. So like the grandma's making like sushi rolls and brings it out. And then on, on the U.S. TV, they're like, enjoy these cookies. And it's clearly not fucking cookies. Uh-huh. I made cheeseburgers. <laughs> Steamed hams. Um, so, okay. I want, can it be an evil grandma? Can there be evil grandmas that oh, the good yeah. grandmas have to fight? And the evil grandmas essentially are trying to ruin the lives. Like, they, they work at the kind of grandma who, like, didn't get visited enough and started and didn't move on in their life to become so, like to become their own person again. They were always just, like, grumpy, like, you never visit. I can't believe you. And now I'm they going die. to ruin your life. Hold on. Good grandma is on one side of the family. <gasps> Evil yes! grandma. Oh. Yes! Oh, yes! It's like mom's mom and dad's mom, and they have to do battle. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I love this. I really love this grandma death anime we've created. It's like grand battles. Yes. So, like, it starts out... And the first few episodes are nothing but the grandma learning how to navigate, like, helping out their their family. And then, like, halfway through the season, other grandma dies, and that's when they start to see things go wrong. And they, like, oh, no, no, it has to be a reveal. It's got to be, like, a cloaked figure who fucks with things constantly, and our grandma doesn't get it. Grandma Ma- Granny Mae doesn't understand. And then suddenly... And like one of the, like ninth or tenth, whatever, like is closest to the end of the season, pulls back the hood. It's other grandma, and that's when it's like, oh fuck, oh my god, god damn it, Karen. Yes, oh, you never definitely. loved little JoJo like I did. Oh, he's called. He has to be called JoJo. Oh my god, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What rule states that we can't have these? Just be the grandmas. Grandmas of famous anime characters. Exactly! There's Grandma Goku! Grandma Goku fighting Grandma Grandma Luffy. They're all there fucking it up. Grandma Jojo's there and she has a grandma stand. A grandstand. (laughs) The grandstand! Fuck yes! I wish I knew more about JoJo, because right now, all I want is us to make the fucking grand- Like, the JoJo Bizarre Adventure Grandma Edition, where it's nothing but grandstands and grandmas fighting against one another to protect their grandchildren. Now, I do want to see any and every JoJo's grandma, because there's, like, gotta be 20 of them at this point. Yes, Um, exactly. Just fighting Grandma Dio. <laughs> yes! Grandma Dio facing off against Grandma Joestar? Yes! It's like, ah, you thought that I was the grandmother from the other side of the family taking little Joseph Joestar's stand away, but no, 
It was me, Grandio! I'm Grandio, baby! Fuck yeah! Oh, and JoJo grandmas are jacked to the nines. Oh, what, and so fucking fashionable. They're so fashionable. This has just turned into Grant JoJo's bizarre grandma. <laughs> JoJo's bizarre grandma is it. Okay, let's let's get back to the actual show. So, season one is very much like, welcome to grandma school. Here's how you grandma from the, gra- the grand beyond. Yes. And it's... It's nothing. <laughs> Frank says all the grandmas have midriffs. <laughs> it's everywhere. It is an anime, yes. Yes. So it's it's her learning things and like here I, I don't want to come up with a plot. Fuck that. We do that every week. We do plots and it just fades it out. I wanna come up with different episodes because I wanna discuss the Dia de los Muertos episode. <laughs> Where the grandmas get to... Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait. What if that's the end of the season? And... And grandma grandma gets to come back. Granny... No, Granny Karen wants to use the power of Dia de las Muertas to find her way back onto this earth. She wants to possess the body of little Jojo and become little Jojo. And she wants to use the fancy bridge from Coco to do it. She wants to do that. And uh, our grandma has to stop her from doing that. And it eventually leads into the destruction of the bridge to where now the grandmas can't get back. And that's our big season two thing is finding a way back to earth to help the grandchildren. Oh, so you're eventually, yeah, you're going to have to, that's when they go into the deep realms of the afterlife. (laughs) The fucking Grandma Shadow Realm, yes! Yep. Uh, when we do introduce these grandma characters, I do need, like, all of the... All of the grandmas are modeled after a famous anime character. Oh, my like, dude, I was just planning Grandma Wheeler to become the best friend to G- Granny May. It just pops up in the first episode, like, Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Grandma High School! Man, you are gonna be close friends, I think, Granny May. <laughs> and they're kind of comic relief, but also have their own emotional moments throughout the show. But And they love fucking children's card games. They love those kitty card games. Which is great because they become great kids with Grand Ketchum. Oh, Grand Ketchum. She lives in the forest and catches all the animals. <laughs> she catches a lot of animals and it is not a good thing. She makes them fight each other. But they're only <laughs> they're only animals that are grandparents. It's not normal animals. They have to have had like two two kin beneath them. Yep. <laughs> That's actually an episode. They go into Grand Ketchum's forest. Oh yeah. Okay. So no no no. So what we're developing now is something that we can legitimately sell to, like, Adult Swim, and it is a show that parodies all of the different animes through this life of Granny, this Granny, this simple Granny life. (laughs) Oh, I would love that. This is the Granny Slice of Life. It's a Granny Slice of Life. And so, like, I feel like those are, like, our bottle episodes is when we do, like, Grandma- Grand Ball Z, when we do uh, My Grandma Academia. That Those are, like, little bottle episodes, but along the way we can tell the story of Grandma trying to learn how to help her family and then the diabolical Grandma Karen coming around to try to stop them. 
So yeah, that, it's like the Grandma Karen plot stuff comes in a little bit on the early episodes, but you're still kind of learning um, what the, what this world is of the grandmas in the grandma school. And then you get the big reveal, and she's cut off from all of her grandchildren, all 76 of them. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how much it is, like, how much we would get paid to sell a half-assed idea to, like, Adult Swim or something. Because I feel like we could just show them this clip and they'll be like, that's enough, here's $5,000. We'll take it and run, boys. You did it. You did the legwork and now we've just got to push this rock up the hill. A rock that's going to Disneyland with you on February 13th. <laughs> All right, we'll take care of this. We got Seth Green on it. So what's the name? What's the name of this one? I don't want to go with like Granime or anything like that. Unless it is like a Yu-Gi-Oh where the title is the character's name. Um, Boku no Granny. Boku no Granny! Granny X Granny is what it's called. Granny Granny, yes. Oh man, I I, I think Granny May is a good title. Granny May, that's what it is. That's the title right there. Produced by Granimation <laughs> Television. Yep. <laughs> Granny May. So, Blake Tanner, we've done some very horrible, dumb things today, and I guaranteed that The Rock would never go to Disneyland with me. So, what is, what's awesome this week? Oh, uh, you know what's awesome this week? It's a new year. Some shitty stuff's happened this new year already, but it's still... There's something that happens uh, when the new year comes around that just kind of, like... It feels like you got a good reset on things. Yeah. And it feels like, you know, some just big old thing is passed, and that's the old year. So there's a lot of stuff that could go right this year that I really want to go right. Mine's similar to this in that vein, actually. Mine's very much the same, which is, I'm happy shit's back to fucking normal. I'm just so happy that, like, I don't have to deal with New Year's on a Wednesday and Christmas and then my birthday and all that. Which, I mean, listen to me again if you want the true, like, emotional backstory. Holidays are fucking weird for me and kind of rough. And, like, same with my birthday. And I remember New Year's was over and I'm like, oh, good, it's all over. Don't have to worry about it. Things are going to get back to normal. Fuck my birthday's Monday. Shit, what am I going to do? Oh, no. But now that things are, like, super back to normal and I don't have to worry about anything weird happening outside of, like, travel for events. I'm I'm so grateful, dude. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, once, the, once that holiday stuff is over, because if you don't get a good amount of time off that's just for yourself, then you're just doing all of the holiday obligations, and that can wear on you. Oh, quite a bit. So much so that at one point uh, during Christmas, CJ was like fussing and be like, no, I want to open more presents. I want to go home. I want to do this. And I was just like, it's Christmas, which means you have to go visit all of your family members, whether you want to or not. And like my family looked at me like, you okay, bud? I'm like, I don't want to go places. I don't want to do anything. I know I I I do dislike forced family time is the worst time and that's the that's the Christmas stuff and now we're all past it. Yes. Also, I'm I'm very grateful for the fact that we finally figured out who's Troy and who's Abed in this group. Uh, after I I am now on season five of Community. There's a little bit of a dip there where I I've never been mad at a show. I've always watched it to the end and thought back and been like, I guess that season was a little bit rough. I was physically upset at Community at some points because I was like. Why? Why did you do this? Why is Jeff a teacher now? 
But <laughs> we did figure out who's Troy and who's Abed, and I'm Abed strictly because I want to date Brie Larson. <laughs> that's 100% the T. I was yep. like, yep, that's it. I- I'm Abed now. I am. In fact, on uh, New Year's at work, we had a big sale, and I abetted the fuck up. I used to, when I got really anxious, I would either, like, curl in myself, or I would, like, get really uh, egotistical and go to the opposite end of the anxiety spectrum. Now I've got a second person to go to, and that's Abed. And when I get too anxious, I'm just like, uh, yes, uh, no, no, I'm acting this way just uh, strictly because uh, of the circumstances and because I think it would really build the build the uh, drama in this this moment. Jesus. <laughs> like on, on New Year's, I was walking around. People are like, do you have this shoe in a size five? And I'm like, I am not. Earlier today, I looked in the back and we only had a two and a three. That is all that is available right now. Would you like this one instead? Like, I went through everything full Abed. It, it's, it's a good, nice little well to hide in when I need to. That's funny, because I turn into Moss from the IT crowd. And I start talking like this. And like <laughs> that, how crazy all this shit's going on is. When Blake gets too anxious, he turns British. It's real scary. Uh-huh. Well, why did you do that to your computer? It's on fire. So, Blakey T... It's been an episode. Until next time, where could people find you on the internet? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. You can find me here on the BS Network. You can find my lovely shit on merch.loadofpurebs.com. We sell it in a bag. We bagged it and we sell it there. Yep. 100% lean. Podcast Boy Bathwater is now available at at merch com, and remember to find me on twitter at scotty mo s-e-o-t-t-y-e-m-o buy all my books on amazon in anticipation of the great new release coming out in approximately a year and a half southern mythology the whiskey anthology series so you can check that out and check out all the other bs network programs including deviant our audio drama starring me blake and stephanie crunyola and of course all the other fucking shows you guys know at a load of pure bs.com ladies and gentlemen special thanks to tom mcguire and the brass holes for our theme song rick flair you can hear at the beginning and the end of our podcast Go check out Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. They're a wonderful band. Oh, Give yeah. Give them some love. I'm building, like, a, a whiskey-drinking, uh, like, playlist for Spotify, where, like, anytime I listen to it, I'll pull on, like, smooth jazz, which is never the person I've been, but I'll just, like, pull on some smooth jazz or old-school blues, and Tom's music made it on there. I was like, no, I, I, I need Ric Flair on there. I need... Um, uh, MC Sick Boy. I need it all blasting while I'm drinking my good, good whiskey. Uh, but of course, until next week, remember to support us, whether that be by donating to the Patreon or by picking up merch, or most importantly, just go into iTunes, Podchase, or wherever you listen, and leave us five stars. It means the world to us and helps shoot us up the ranks so more people can enjoy this BS. And if you want more people to enjoy this BS, tell them. Tell a friend who you think would enjoy this show. Tell Dwayne The Rock Johnson to listen to this week's episode so he knows just how badly I want to go to Disneyland with him. Come on, Dwayne. You got this. Me and you, buddy, we can do it. And of course, until next week, remember to find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of your BS. Except no substitutes, and we will see you next week. <laughs>